0: Got one man up and Jonathan Joseph comes straight through the middle. Got Mike Brown to beat to the last line of defence and here goes Joseph. Joseph's gonna get over. But he was absolutely knocked
1: back into next week by Atwood. David Atwood has got titanium in his shoulders at the moment. Watson goes on the outside. Oh, Watson goes magnificently on the outside.
0: Hello and welcome to the Bath Rugby Plug, the rugby podcast by the fans for the fans, plugging the boys in blue, black and white. My name is Gabriel and I'm joined one last time this season by a room filled with Bath fans. That is Charlie. Hi Gabriel. And that is Tom. Hi boys. Boy, it's been a long time since we've all been together. Tom, I haven't seen you in a while. How's things, mate? Very good. Yeah. Very good. Yes,
1: yeah, it's, um, it's been an emotional roller coaster, hasn't it? These uh, you know these last few weeks and months, actually. But uh, yeah, we're finally here. We finally know the outcome uh, of the season, and we can all give our blood pressures, uh, uh, you know, a bit of a rest over the summer now.
0: Yeah, cricket World <laughs> Cup starts in a couple of weeks, so we've got a couple of weeks off, yep. and then straight in with that. But um, yeah, Charlie, how's things with you?
2: Yeah, yeah, not too bad. As as Tom says, we we know the outcome. We've made it into the top six again, just scraping in uh in in the final round but um yeah it's 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 good news sun's out can't complain just yeah looking forward to a bit of break uh for my
0: heart, as you say, Tom. <laughs> yeah, so much to come on this podcast. We're going to review that game against Leicester Tigers, hand out some Bath Rugby plug season awards, and look ahead a little bit to next season. But first of all, I've been told by Charlie to tell you, to, to tell you first of all where to find us. So we're at Bath Rugby Plug on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram as well. So uh, keep up with us there throughout the summer. Um, and yeah, any thoughts you have on this podcast or any other podcast we've done? Then please do um, let us know via Twitter. Right then, guys, let's get straight into it. Um, and a five-point win, another five-point win, Charlie. How how did you how did you enjoy the game on on Saturday? Yeah, it's was good, wasn't it? I uh, well, I had to had to catch up uh, post knowing
2: the results, So. Uh, <laughs> Unlike you boys, who managed to find a, a, a perfectly legal stream somewhere on the internet, <laughs> <Of course. laughs> uh, yeah, uh, my, my laptop wasn't wasn't wanting me to download all the viruses that, that you boys did, but um, uh, yeah, I, I I I was able to, to watch with slightly slightly calmer, uh, slightly calmer heartbeat, and yeah, it was amazing. I, I, I can't believe we did it. To be honest, how we managed to come back last minute again—it it, it seems like if only we could have done this for so many other games this season you know the the, the two yeah, games that we finished with have been fantastic it
1: seems almost sort of a bit of poetic justice really that you know the end of the season you know both of the last two games but ultimately where we ended up came down to the last uh couple of minutes of the game with you know with the clock um mm. in the red. but um it is fantastic to be on the right side um of that and a new experience i think for us all and for uh, for all Bath fans, I think, I don't know, obviously we'll come into the game um, in a bit more detail, boys, but I do think um, potentially the result and also what it meant for our season um, definitely papers up uh, sort of over some of the cracks um, mm. in the game. I think, to be honest, we didn't uh, play particularly badly and we were playing um, a particularly poor Leicester side, um, you know, who were hampered um, with by injuries for some of their top players um, and this season, obviously, we know that they've been absolutely uh, terrible. That was the, you know, the first time in their history um, that they'd lost. Mm um four consecutive matches at home. So I think we should just caveat it by saying that. But obviously, um, as you say, Charlie, fantastic to uh to finish the season like that. And I'm envious of you that you weren't um watching a slightly uh b- sort of um blurry and buffering stream <laughs> um trying to work out furiously the permutations of, of the different games that were going on. I think there were four teams uh locked on 51 points um at one point. So uh yeah I, I certainly didn't think we sort of have it in the ta- had it in the tank. So uh Brilliant brilliant that we did in the end.
2: Yeah, it's great. Although we did our absolute best to try and throw it away because I cannot understand Bath's desire to give away penalty after penalty after Mm -hmm. penalty. There was a point in the middle of that game uh, where I, 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 I was kind of bemused to myself thinking how have we actually managed to win this now, knowing the final result but we, we we gave away it must have been about five penalties in well, a row at one point yeah it was, it was having it was, dominated possession and territory well, completely. It, was, it, was an
1: abs- it was an absolute daylight robbery to be honest because the first half our discipline i mean i think we should probably go through you know the game we we started really well obviously um that sort of uh, uh watson to McConaughey and back to watson yeah, a beautiful try yeah. Um, early on in the game was 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 fantastic, and I I, I know you boys uh, enjoyed that as much as as much as I as I did. Those yeah, those fantastic two boys from Watson, like two two yeah.
0: involvement because As you say, he makes the initial pass, then he's tackled to the floor sort yeah. of slightly late, and then gets up and is the first man on the scene. So so fantastic from Watson. Sorry to interrupt. You well, yeah, time.
1: no, and, and, and gr- as I say, great support play mm. as well from Max Wright and Will yeah. um mm. who were up and, and, and really good uh, awareness to, to to finish that try. So fantastic start, and I thought you know the Leicester has Been amongst the most porous um, out of any team in the league, so I thought we could potentially um, open them up and um, and you know really go to town and score some score some good tries, but we just didn't look. I don't know what you you boys thought, but we didn't just look like we sort of turned up for it, particularly in the first half. We were losing a lot of the collisions in a way that you know I've not seen this season at all. When you think that there was nothing apart from pride on the line uh, for Leicester, I thought it was really disappointing that we were losing the game line. They seem more aggressive at set piece. Um, you know, Ellis Genge was sort of running riot against uh, against Max Lahith in the scrum. And yeah, uh, yeah really disappointing uh, that, that first half, wasn't yeah,
0: it? Yeah, I, I do think the set piece actually was was, was was disappointing. It's not just the sort of scrum and line out in the air, but I, I think our maul defence yeah. was, was, was really poor, um, especially in that first half. And, and as well around the fringes, um, not just the sort of collisions in the middle of the park, which which Leicester certainly had the edge on. You mentioned guys like Ellis Genge. I thought Dan Cole was even putting himself about, certainly in the first half and, until he faded. As, as as he usually does, but I think I think they front Beautiful row. Beautiful
1: jackal over the ball though. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> back yeah. to back to
0: his uh, pre 2015 uh, <laughs> World Cup days. Um, yeah, back to breakdown school for for Luke Pierce. But yeah, I think it was really disappointing that we were um, losing a lot of the collisions, and, and 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 I I do think that sort of stayed the way throughout the whole game. I think Leicester's pack. Which has been an area of real weakness for them this season. Certainly had the edge on us, and, and particularly in that first half, and that is why we we went down trailing. And and and, and yeah, I think that was a, a real big part of that.
2: Yeah, some some of their back rows as well, I thought, stood out and had. You know, we we've spoken about uh, Calamafoni sometimes and how he's he, he's he's a bit of a one trick pony, and if it doesn't if 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 he's not able to you know, to, to make meters in direct running, which you know, he's, he's, he's no Billy Vunapola, let's put it that way. And if that doesn't work off for him, then uh, then he's, he's not going uh, to get much profit out, out of his style of play. And I thought, he had, you know, him uh, and some of the other back rows actually mm. actually had probably their best performances of the season.
0: Yeah, Tom, what did you make of the, the front row battle? I know that's an area that you always monitor closely, <laughs> especially with, with Elish Genge and, uh, and Dan Cole, two of your favourites. What did you make of that battle? Who got the upper hand there?
1: Uh, well, Leicester certainly did, to be honest, particularly um, in in the first half, as you say. I I, I do think that you know coming into the second half, we did sort of come out with much more um, vigour. I think a massive turning point in the game was Beno Obanos' yeah, try on 45, not just because, um, you know, it allowed us to get within four points. So the score was 26-22 at that point. But it just sort of signified that we'd come out with sort of more intent. We were starting to win the collisions. Um, obviously the try um, in the very last minute by Jacques Van Rooyen um, was um, that again. And I think Leicester did um, fade slightly and we showed ourselves to be probably the fitter um, forward back, even if we were sort of losing the collisions um, earlier on in the uh, earlier on in the game. To be honest, I I just love watching LS Genj, uh Ellis <laughs> operate, as you say. Um, yeah. I think yeah, his aggression is absolutely fantastic, and obviously with um, you know on a slightly different note with Billy, Billy Vunapola, uh, Maka Vunapola, sorry, injured for for a few months, um, and Joe Marler obviously retired. He um, well. is going to be playing an increasingly important role, so it was good to see um, him firing. But.
0: Uh, yeah, I th- I think Charters has got a big job to do next season guys just looking at our, our mall in particular yeah. both attacking and defending I think we're bottom of the statistics when it comes to scoring tries from rolling malls this season which is obviously a terrible statistic to be bottom of given that it's such a potent weapon um, in the modern game and, and in defence as well Leicester had the, the upper hand which is an area they've not really had the upper hand in against most teams this season and you can see it was
1: clearly an area that they yeah, were targeting
0: definitely, on a yeah. number
1: of occasions they could have uh, kicked for goal and their chose to go to the corner. So it's clearly an area of, of weakness. What we what we sort of do in both attack and defence, um, I've noticed, is we kind of splinter. Yeah. And that's the Ooh. worst thing you can do because if you're defending, that means that they can just go right through and you end up sort of um, crabbing round the side and obviously, you know, in a, sort of in a bad body position as well. And in attack, it allows, you know, their big guys to come through and get hands on the ball. Then obviously the referees um, are very keen to sort of give that, um, give that scrum over, uh, to yeah. the defending yeah. side. So yeah, definitely... Um, an area that I was going to mention sort of looking ahead to next season with Luke Charteris, Neil yeah. Hatley coming in. Um, it's definitely an area that I'd like to see Titans up for next season.
0: Yeah, for sure. And 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 another thing, guys, I was just going to ask what you guys thought about is that is that discipline, Charlie. Like, that's a. I think it's been sort of the last three or four games where, you know, going into sort of half an hour, 40, 40 minutes of the game. We've conceded far more penalties than, than, than the opposition. Just why? Why is that? And, and, and it must be something that the boys are targeting. Why have we not been able to Im, Im, improve that? Do um, you think? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. It's a it's a tough question, but I think we we, we come out
2: of the blocks so quickly, and we, we make such a we, we've been making such impactful starts. You know, often coming away with, with a try mm. normally. But I, I think the, the way I see it is sometimes. It's it's almost like a, a a panicking reaction to not being further ahead than, than we should be, mm. and boys trying to do more, you know, and trying to get the turnover try to yeah. make that big breakthrough. And I think we'd end up just getting on the wrong side of the ref, and then we're being marched backwards down the field. Boys are, you know, we we then will then concede three points as we did against Leicester, uh, and then uh, ne- next thing you know, are actually behind because they've then gone and scored uh, scored mm. a breakaway try or whatever. And and I think it yeah. just leads it's that knock on effect, and it's it's that almost panicking that our, our fast starts aren't, aren't rewarding us
1: as much as perhaps the players would like. Yeah, it's something we mentioned a lot of times. It's, it's the sort of compounding of errors. So, mm. you know, there was one instance um, in the first half where we got caught offside and the penalty was given against us. You know, that's just basic um, game awareness. But, you know, sometimes you take it, it's unlucky. Leicester then kick. Um, George Ford finds a really good uh, touch finder. Um, I thought he was fantastic uh, by <laughs> swap, the way. Swap the um, yeah. Um, but um and then we give away a penalty at the scrum and then Ford kicks the three points and it's just like we're in a really good position. Um we should have the ball. And we give away two consecutive penalties and you, you know you just can't do that against better yeah. sides than um than Leicester as we've seen um so many times and I do think as well On on your point, Charlie. Once we start to get rattled, we become increasingly rattled. Um, And the Max Leaf yellow carb is a prime example of that for me. Mm. That was that was shocking. And you know, I I don't want to speak um, you know badly against Max Leheef. Obviously, his last game and kill of the dead. I thought you were going to say no, no, no. You know,
2: (laughs) he's bless.
1: You know, he's a he's a really top bloke, and he has you know he has. Um, he, he's been a, a very decent player for us through the seasons that he's been involved. Albeit he's been sort of hampered by injuries um, a lot of the time, and it's worth saying that. But I just thought that was so brainless. Like you know that referees mm. are hot on taking people beyond the ruck, and he he drove Sam Harrison, the Leicester scrum half, probably about eight or nine metres away from the rock when we were on our team warning and it's yeah. just like are you, are you just like oh, it's a scrum the, half well, as well, the physical, of all players the if he wasn't half. in the physical shape mm. that he's in I would say he was blowing and he wanted a, a 10 minute rest but I don't <laughs> I don't believe that for, for one second so uh, yeah discipline's an area we we need to sort out and just to put some numbers on it 8-1 was the penalty count at half time yeah. and that one penalty Christ. came right at the end mm. um, when Rhys Priestland who was on for Burns who had the HI had the mouse to, to kick points which
0: obviously turned out to be crucial in the end yeah and just just on just on the before you go, Tom. Like, I think he has come for a My little g- bit of for I go. No, well, yeah, i enough for me <laughs> before you. Sorry, before we move on, was <laughs> what I meant to say, but he. He's coming for a little bit of stick over the last couple of podcasts. And I, I will just say, he, he did find the funny side of it um, on Twitter. He tweeted after the game saying, Thank God, my favourite colour came out again, too. Thanks for the memories, bathroby I'm glad we've delivered some European code for next season with the big boys. Tumultuous stuff, as always. Fitting end to my time in the blue, black, and white. And I think, yeah, fair play to Lahithe. He sees the funny side of, um, uh, uh, of him you know, probably picking up a few too many yearly cards in in his Bath career. And I do think on that, actually, it was it was quite clever play from Sam Harrison. But I think Lahif sort of makes the initial movement. Um, and then he realises what he'd done. He tries to back off. And Harrison does sort of pull Lahif with, I with him. Thought, think that but, bit, you know, Lahif puts himself in the situation there. He gives the referee a decision to make. And, and that's just brainless. But it, I think it was quite clever from Harrison. So just, you mentioned referees there quickly. Do we want to talk about yeah, any I'll, of the refereeing decisions? Yeah, yeah, we've got, got a couple
2: to of tweets.
1: Yeah, Go crack on, so crack on should we, just go, should we just go through the decisions one by one then? Okay, go on. Um, so the Falk and Ocega try was, uh, that really got the Leicester fans <laughs> wild at Welford Road, yeah. didn't it? Did you uh, Do you think that was forward? Backwards, move on. Yeah, well, he, Mercer tried
2: his best to, to butcher it, but uh, he should have gone <laughs> straight away. Christ, I was going to pull him a hair out thinking, how has he done that? But, but then he managed yeah. to get this kind of basketball throw. Yeah, we'll give
1: it as flat. We'll oh, I it as think flat. it was flat, but it was. It was. <laughs> oh, I think it was. Looking at it, I mean, the angle, um, you know, is often like tough to see with forward passes. But it was just the reaction of the players. Talking to Seagull, like, kind of ran in as yeah. if like, um, you know, he expected it to be called back, and then it wasn't. And then why Freddie Burns yeah. then took the drop
0: goal 100. from out wide? Because has not there been a rule change that that doesn't that yeah, that, doesn't doesn't, that no longer matters? And it was quite yeah. confusing actually because the Bath Twitter handle had tweet excuse me had tweeted out saying it was fourteen. Uh, we got 14 points. I can't remember how many Leicester had it at this stage, but we had 14 points. And then on the uh, the completely legal stream that I had, it was saying Bath only had 12 points. So I was slightly confused because we got no view of the, the conversion because as you say, he took it quickly, which, yeah, now has absolutely no sort of bearing on it. And if it had come down, well, it did come down to very close, but if it had been the other way, I mean, I know it was on the touchline, but he's got to give himself the, the best possible opportunity there. That was uh, slightly weird. And Yeah, the reaction of the players made it look more forward than than perhaps it did on yeah. on the telly yeah.
2: And then moving on. Oh, this, this yeah, go on. Then the the Leicester try. You can uh, try and pronounce the, his name if you want. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was it Blumentos? Blum, 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 I think it's Blumentes, isn't it? Cause yeah. It's not like Elton Yantes, but Blum Blumities.
1: Yeah. I think I think, I it think is there's that. a few more syllables yeah. in there. To be honest yeah. with you, yeah. I've, 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 I've written it in my notes here, note and I'm pretty sure that's not right. But I don't even want to have a go at it. But his his foot, you know, going to touch. Obviously, for what would have been what would have been a brilliant try by by Leicester. He was in touch.
0: Yeah, definitely in touch. I, I t- tweeted a photo. out. Definitely in touch. Clearly in touch. Move yeah, on. So,
2: yeah I, I, you you tweeted <laughs> out the photo, and it, to be honest, uh, I'd tight. seen that photo beforehand, and it is tight because McConaughey. It's friends, you can see McConaughey. He's 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 trying to pull his legs into touch, but in doing so, he kind of lifts them up and you know off the ground slightly, and so this, his his you no know, his his toes just brushed the top of the line, and then that they you know his, his foot or body was never actually. You know, over, I know you've just got to be on the line to be out, but his feet, in the mm. way it just touched, he, his feet were never actually on the ground while they were over the line, but they just brushed the top of the line as he was being pulled it, it out. It is but, interesting because
1: he's making the pass yeah, yeah. in that frame that you see um, uh, his his boots just on the touchline. And if you've not seen this, have a look on our, our, our Twitter handle. We posted the at, at Bath Rugby uh, plug and it is so tight. And I, to be honest, when when Craig Maxwell-Keys was um, having his uh, fourth or fifth uh, convert. He- no, Pit? it was Maxwell Keys. yeah. When Maxwell he was having Keyes, his, his sort of fourth or fifth conversation with the TMO after only about 30 minutes, I thought, I imagine this sort of will go benefit of the doubt um, to Leicester, but... Uh, mm. And it would have been a great try as well, but... Um, Tell you what did go benefit of the doubt, though. He's sticking with the same player, Blum, Blum,
2: blumities or whatever he is. Oh, yeah, yeah. second yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Completely uh, lost the ball, I thought. I don't know about this. So this is
0: the only one I think that... I think there might have been a try. Oh, okay, well, I'm
2: not sure. So just to explain to the listeners who didn't see it... Um, there was uh, uh, the ball was you know, very very well distributed that wide by by Ford. A bit of a run for the line. He he dives to try and slide in, um, kind of a, a meter or so before the line, and the ball just kind of bubbles, loses control as he's sliding over the line. But he seems to somehow have a finger or some kind of contact with the ball, and they decided yeah. that he was. Still in cont- uh, still in control of the
0: ball as he was grounding it, which I'm 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 not so sure about yeah, that. It kind of pops out, doesn't it? Like yeah. if you can imagine when when you're younger and you play with those frogs, you know when you press down that thing and they they sort of fly <laughs> off. You ever, ever see them? <laughs> anyway, it's the, like, like reference, that. but yeah, kind of like you put the pressure on. He kind of like went down, and the ball kind of like popped out, didn't it? Yeah, That's what I'm yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. trying to describe it to the listeners, but i um, maybe not doing so well. I'm sure <laughs> someone knows what I'm talking about, but yeah, I actually think on this occasion that that was a try i think he just about had control as it brushed the line and um yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Sure. yeah. For, it's, it's, for me for me he's clearly lost
1: that um, and i know up. i'm watching it through blue black and white tinted spectacles there yeah. we go boys but um I, I thought the um the try we discussed with the, with the with the foot in touch i thought i'd be happier to give that than the than the, 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 the yeah. second half
2: but yeah um, it's something it i just thought from the game it's all swings and roundabouts yeah. like uh, there's some, well, some it's decisions <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could say that. Oh, actually, yeah,
0: I well, he did give that try the bloom Yeah, the
2: try, but uh, yeah, I, I I just saw you know other decisions as well in the game. Yeah. The, the the some penalties at the breakdown. It all was a bit here and there. And I think you know, you, in, in a game like that, there wasn't just one controversial decision. I think because there are a couple, they could have been argued
0: yeah. both ways. And I think you, you can't you can't get two heads up on it. And, yeah. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right Sean I think like it was an extremely long game because of the number of times that um, Maxwell Keys decided to go yeah. to the TML but I think overall it kind of balanced it out like, I think there are certainly a few decisions in the first half where he gave penalties there was one Carl Eastman turnover in particular where Eastman's feet were, were literally being picked up off the ground but he yeah. still got a penalty for being on his feet which was bizarre but then we did get the crucial penalty at the scrum towards the end from which we kicked 15 metres out and ended up scoring the winning try so yeah I, I think a lot of big decisions for for maxwell keys to make there um but i think in general it was probably fair enough i i, I saw a few leicester fans being slightly uh, annoyed about it on on twitter but i think and jordan G-
1: murphy came out as he, yeah. as he often does but i
0: think in general he got them got them right well, the wor- and you know
1: what the worst thing he did was did you see in the the first half what's that um when freddie burns had to go for his hia did you oh yeah, it? he called him Billy Byrne Yeah, he was like, "Oh, Billy, you <laughs> no, need to, you need to go." I, did, off. I didn't see. And that. then, and then the TMO was straight in his ear, being like, "It's Freddie," and <laughs> Freddie Byrne sort of uh, <laughs> jogged off. But and then the TMO was like, "Don't worry, I didn't hear you." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One,
2: one, one thing. Just as we're on the subject of, of uh, referees, and we'll move on from it because mm. it gets a bit tedious. But. Uh, I I felt like I'm not sure who that touch judge was on the
0: right hand side. Yeah, and yeah. he was just he. All
2: he was wanting was, was just to, to get involved and 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 get bar players sent off. And I think let the referee do his job. And it was when um, uh, it was it was Luke Pearce who was the referee, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, no Maxwell. Uh, Maxwell Keyes, Sorry, I thought it was uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, um, well, Craig Maxwell Keys. He he was there saying, "I've seen a grounding." Yeah. This, that, yeah, the other. The other. The other touch judge comes over and says oh, well, I haven't seen a grounding. And he's going, okay, you stood on the touchline and I'm stood about a metre from the ball and mm. I've seen a grounding. Uh, and it was, it was like he was trying to argue with him. It was it was a bit bizarre. I just thought... Yeah, he was saying, oh, th- I've seen
0: four pull it down. And yeah. he was like, yeah, well, I've seen a try. So don't yeah. worry about that. Yeah, but I just
2: thought it was a bit odd. I just don't think touch judges should try and get involved unless, unless they've got something that the referee hasn't
0: seen, basically. Yeah, don't speak unless spoken to, touch judges. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's move, move off referees and let's talk about something a little bit more interesting. Let's talk about sort of the second half performance. And and Tom, I'll come to you first. Why do you think, um, can you put your finger on just one reason why it changed and we managed to, to make another comeback? Or was it a multiple of different reasons?
1: Um, the main thing, as I, as I sort of mentioned, was we started winning the collisions. Mm. Um, we came out, and I don't know if that was because we came out with slightly more um, sort of just slightly more fire in our bellies or whether it's because the Leicester forwards began to tire I suspect it was sort of a bit of both but um, you know I mentioned the, the, the Beno Obano try and I felt like that was a real turning point and sort of from that point onwards um, we looked to sort of be winning uh, the game line the set piece started to turn our way a bit you know we got a couple of penalties um, at the scrum um, and I think crucially as well, um, George Ford uh, stopped putting the game um, completely out of reach of us. He kicked six from six in that first half, uh, but mm. missed the conversion for the um, bloom and Chez try. <laughs> um, and also missed <laughs> missed, missed, missed another kick, yeah. penalty, yeah. Um, which was a tough kick, but he missed that as well. So um, he was zero from two yeah, in the second the half. Um, and you know, that Benno try... Got us within um, four points straight after half time, and and, and we really um, we really kicked on um, from there. So I think I think that was the main thing. And you know we talk about these decisions and, and the small margins, but we absolutely dominated um the second half 70% possession 75% um territory in the second half is um is is huge and uh, you know it was it was um luckily we were able to sort of you know translate that into into points
2: yeah I, I thought that can't photo he actually had a mm. bit of an impact when he came on he yeah he just he, he sped the game up uh and yeah, just yeah. just yeah, carried well was
0: powerful, and uh, I just thought it was yeah, f- f- fantastic, fantastic final for him. Yeah, again from Fatale. And we mentioned in was it well not last week but two weeks ago when we uh, did the did the podcast reviewing the um, win against wasps. someone wasps, wasps exactly yeah and, and he <laughs> um, he came on then and, and, and made a real impact. And I think our bench like Elliot Stute came off off the bench early on. He was quality, yeah, and I think he added a lot, and and he had to because like we sort of highlighted it before the game that. Sam Underhill, Underhill pulled out sort of um before the, just for the game and so Francois Lowe into the starting 15 and, and Jack Walker onto the bench so Stuke was the only back back row second row cover on the bench and coming on after 15-20 minutes big responsibility from Stuke and I, I think he stood up so yeah our bench having a, a another big impact yeah. again poor, I, I
2: was gonna say the reason he came on poor Levi Douglas yeah, he, did you hear what happened he got he got he knocked, knocked out, out by, by Charlie Yules Have you seen jumping it? in the, no I haven't, oh. haven't seen it properly he knocked out as just jumping yeah, in the line swinging out. Swinging his arms to was jump it? in the line out and just, yeah, clocks him in the chin, out cold. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: not nice. Yeah, see, um, he, he, yeah, yeah. He really, he's, yeah, he's had Mike Rhodes uh, shoulder <laughs> charge him in the in the ruck. He's now had Charlie Ewell's. Yeah, um, a lot of yeah. friendly fire game. I know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I thought the only other point I was going to make in, in terms of like a turning point is um, I thought pre, when Priestland came on and he was obviously on just before um, half time, I thought he, he was really pragmatic. He managed the game quite well. So he kicked that goals right before um, half time and he also slotted that goal on um, 63 minutes mm. um, which obviously put us um, you know within within five points again and, and allowed us to sort of um, get, you know get that converted try to, to win it so I thought that was um um, yeah I thought he managed the game well when he came on as well
0: yeah I, I think just on that sort of three points that we took on on 16 minutes I think that was brilliant captaincy actually from, from, from Charlie to take those points because we'd actually had a penalty which was slightly further out slightly wider where we didn't take the three points because it wasn't a dead sir but then when we got there he sort of realised that if we take the three points we get the one point secured and then we have um, the one bonus point secured and then we can got 15 minutes to get the try which would put us sort of one point ahead so I praise yours's leadership a couple of weeks ago, against um, against Wasps, and I'll, I'll praise it again there.
2: Yeah, I think that's what I find so impressive about Charlie Eales is that is the fact that he's got such a calm head on him, mm. and he's that exact he's that exact person you want leading you in in those tough situations. He doesn't he doesn't really lose his cool. You know, he's not he's not the most you know, elaborate of players. You no, know, when he's on the field, um, he's not always doing fantastic offloads kind of thing. But he's he does he does everything so well, and he's just he's that he's that cool head that you want. At the end of the game, he's not—he's not, he's not gonna—he's—he's he's not gonna cock anything up for you.
0: He's just Mr. Reliable, and that's what I find—I find so attractive club, about him uh, as a captain. Club captain next season? Yeah, I should be. Should be, and I think he's mature beyond his years. And I think a lot of people actually sort of asked us when we said we were going to do um, end of season awards. Um, which we are going to come on to a little bit later. And people are talking about sort of future captain and this, that and the other. But but how old's Charlie? Also, sort of 24, 25. Like he's got plenty of years left in the tank. And, and I think he's really starting to develop into a captain. So uh, for, he can be captain for sort of 10 years at the club. And yeah, I think last couple of weeks I've, I've been really impressed with him. Um, in, the, in the Stuart Hooper mold as well. That's what well, yeah, so wow. I was seeing they, 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 they could
1: be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they could be, well, he'll be at two seasons' time, DOR, at this rate. <laughs> yeah. um, you yeah.
0: can have to retire and you're going to have to be do DOR, mate. <laughs> 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 but, um, right, let's move on to a few other sort of individual performances, Charlie. And, and I'm going to kick it off, but you're going to kick it off, but I'm going to give you a rule. Um, you can't say McConaughey and you can't say Mercer. Tear up
1: tear up the notes. <laughs> right.
0: Uh, good pod, boys.
2: Uh, uh, okay, well if, if I can't mention those two. Uh one one lad who I do think uh you know play played really well. We've mentioned him already, uh, for his, his interplay in that in that first mm. first try, but I thought that um, I thought the Max Wright, hundred percent. Max yeah. Wright is just looked is just looked class. Actually, in that, it's come, that game, good for
1: me at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. It's, we mentioned that Tom's Tom's uh, accountable prediction, <laughs> kind of, kind of coming true. But um, uh, yeah, I thought that I thought Max Wright. He, yeah, he. he I felt like he he'd taken like a duck to water in that uh, in that game. Actually, uh, looking really comfortable. You know, he's starting for us, doesn't look out of place at all. Uh, I think he's, yeah, he's, he's come with leaps and bounds this season.
0: Yeah, he and, uh, just doesn't make errors, does he, as well? Like, yeah. his, his attacking game's sort of coming on. He, he's had a few instances this season where he see flashes of what he can offer in attack. But in defence, he, he just never makes errors. And that yeah. is so impressive for a guy who, who, who who's sort of how young he is, like 21. And he was playing against Carl Eastman, who's one of the sort of most attacking players. Um, Twelves in the in the in the Premiership when he's on on fire. Yeah. Eastman didn't have a sniff, and I thought he was fantastic in defence. Yeah. I've written him down in, in big writing saying he was phenomenal. And yeah, I was hoping you're going to say him. So yeah. uh, well, don't It's almost as if we planned it, but we definitely didn't <laughs> we definitely uh,
1: didn't. And I, think, and I think just before, in, in complete contrast to the other Max, Max Clark, who is you know flamboyant in attack at times, brilliant in attack at times, but you know if he has something to work on, it's potentially um, mm. a bit of defensive uh, leakiness um, that he's sometimes he sometimes shown. Um, the other person I. I was going to mention actually, and um, I don't think it's someone we've really ever picked out, but um, it was Jacques Van Royen, mm. um, because he came off, I think he only played 20 minutes or so. Um, obviously, this last game, he's, he's only been here a season, he's probably not made the impact that you know he um potentially would have liked. But I thought when he came on, he sorted out um the scrum almost uh, straight away uh, yeah. against the Cole. best tight head prop scrummager um in the country, <laughs> Dan was <Cole's> very. <laughs> Dan Cole is a very, very good scrummager. well I mean, you look. Leicester got the best scrummaging record in the league, and that's because yeah, he's yeah, not yeah, been playing for yeah. England. He's been there week in, week out. He sorted um, that right out, um, and also obviously um, carried really strongly. Ultimately, to, to score that try at the end, so nice little uh, leaving present um, from Jacques van Rooyen before he heads off to off to back off to South Africa, and obviously, um, yeah, I guess just. Um, We should say thanks for 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 what he's brought to the club this season. Yeah, Zach van Rudolph, good boy. Oh yeah, (laughs) Zach van Rudolph. Yeah, that was the main thing I got to be thankful for. Yeah, Yeah. him him and Victor Um, Christmas. They just they.
0: Uh, if you have no that idea, should be our signing policy it. going forward yeah, yeah. <laughs> can Tom make an obscure can I cro- Christmas can pun? I crow
1: by your surname into a, a <laughs> Christmas based word if so get through the door doesn't matter what your
2: rugby is What was like it a Jordan Jordan Gold, Frankincense and Murphy. I
0: think that was <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant yeah. Um, yeah I think they're actually the two guys that I wrote down um, apart from McConaughey and Mercer who were fantastic but everybody knows that and we've spoken about that so much and I, I think not to give any spoilers look, because I don't know who you guys have chosen, but we may talk a little bit more about them when it comes to talking about the awards. Anything else, boys, we want to talk about? Free, um, free reign, Tom.
1: I was just going to go um, highlight Elliot Stook. Um You mentioned it briefly. He came on after... Elliot Stocking. <laughs> yeah. He came on after... Uh... If you don't know what we're on about, <laughs> listen back to... Um... Uh, the, the Christmas podcast and we probably had a few mold wines and I decided to put together a, a Christmas uh, Bath uh, rugby related quiz Rugby um, at yeah. best <laughs> Elliot Elliot, uh, Elliot Stook I thought was good obviously he came on for Levi Douglas um, slightly odd um, that he's not sort of been uh, preferred in the second row um, to Levi Douglas and um, Blackadder gave an interview before the game um, which just highlighted that A he's played a lot this season um, and B he's not quite um, winning the collisions um, in the way that um that they kind of want him to um and he certainly um certainly did that when he came on he carried um particularly strongly 20 carries um in, in a little over 60 uh, 60 minutes is is really industrious mm, yeah. so um i thought
0: he um i thought he was he's definitely worthy of a mention yeah i think again yeah impact off the bench was was key and yeah a lot of people have been sort of getting in touch with us actually about why stuke sort of featured a little bit less and i think he has played a lot of rugby this year and last year as well um he played sort of almost every minute for us last season. And and I think looking forward crucial. to next yeah. season without Dave Atwood, he's going to play another crucial role. And and I think Douglas actually on the other side of the coin Very good. Has, has, has recently really showed what um what he can offer because I was I slightly sort of, I wasn't really sure what sort of a player Douglas was until the last sort of month of the season, but I think he's really shown uh, what he can do. He's and, big uh, and powerful. He's, yeah, really yeah. big he's guy, a, isn't
1: he? He's abrasive. Like he, mm. in defe- he flies out the line, puts his body on the line. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, obviously against Charlie Yule's in, in this particular case. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I've been really impressed with him in the last couple of games. And it's really the first we've seen yeah. um, of him getting yeah. any sustained um, game time in the first 15. Yeah. Cause
2: it's funny. Cause I, I, when I think of last season, I, I kind of thought of, I, I I'd kind of, Oh, sorry. My bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, just Mr. Popular. You see uh, but, um Yeah. Last sorry, season, so yeah, l- last season, uh, I wasn't really sure whether, whether, um, Levi Douglas or uh, Tom Ellis, where kind of, they were in that kind of mm. not sure whether they're a second row or a back row kind of mould. And I think this season we've actually finally seen they've both gone their separate ways. And uh, yeah, Douglas is looking very comfortable in that second row. And we've obviously spoken many times about uh, Ellis this season.
0: Yeah. yeah, cool. Right, I think that just about does it for the Leicester Tigers game. Uh, what we're going to do now is we're going to move on to a little um, review of the season as a whole, give some general thoughts uh, but just before we do that, Tom, I believe you've got a... Uh uh, a special surprise for us gone back and listen to our first podcast i believe
1: i have done because we we spoken a little bit about um you know throughout this season about like making predictions and having to um to sort of stick by them um a little bit and not sort of be aftertimers um you know after things have happened saying yeah you know that that, you, that, that we'd said that so um yeah i went back listened to our first ever um podcast <laughs> um, which we recorded in obviously the sunny uh, south of france and if you haven't listened to that we wouldn't um, recommend I wouldn't it. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't bother. Yeah. I wouldn't bother. first we've come on a lot, boys, yeah. <laughs> um, since that point. But it was interesting listening to it because um we we're obviously very bullish um, on Bath Prospects, as you'd um, as you'd expect. And we made some some interesting uh, predictions um for the season, and I'll just go through um, go through a few of them now. Um the first one, um, which was from myself was that uh James Wilson um would potentially be returning to the club and I was particularly happy with that given that <laughs> given that GU said that he'd signed somewhere in New Zealand but obviously um you know that that did uh, end up sort of being uh, the case we then went on to discuss who we thought were the top signings for the season and I'll just um, Preface this by saying Rory McConaughey's name was not mentioned throughout the
0: probably you know ten minutes of discussion. It was, it was, Rory who?
2: I think he was mentioned once yeah. in the
0: whole hour of a hour yeah. and a half yeah. podcasting. I think we've made up for it since then though. So uh, Charlie went first,
1: and as a closet uh, Quinns fan um, at the time, he went with Jamie Roberts um, to have the biggest impact. But he feared um, that we potentially would focus our attacking game. Too much around um, Jamie Roberts, Charlie. How do you uh, how do you review that? Do you think we do you think we've done that? Yeah, he's 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 been an effective tool. I, I, th- I think most
2: of us would agree that you know that that Joe Butts, Roseph partnership that <laughs> we talk about in the midfield has been um, yeah, it's, it's been pretty effective. And no, uh, he's he's uh, he's been a, a direct runner. He's been getting us over the gain line, and when it, when it's worked, it's worked very well. But I think perhaps we've focused. And that, 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 that kind of game plan in the backs combined with how we've been so physical up front this season, um, I, th- I don't think it necessarily pairs perfectly together. Uh, and I think perhaps that might have blocked us from being able to get the ball out wide. Yeah. Sometimes I think yeah. uh, that midfield has been a bit too and direct,
0: and it's not been helped that he's he's not had Joseph for a lot of the season. Joseph is yeah. injured for a lot of our start of the season, and, and now Roberts is injured. Uh, that yeah, that, that set of tandem yeah. works really nicely when it does work, but I think when they're not together, certainly when Roberts isn't with Joseph, I'm not sure he's he's quite as effective.
1: and am one forgotten man is Jackson Willison. Yeah, I know. He, he, Roberts he and yeah, Willison were a really effective pair, yeah. um, sort of early on, and 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 obviously um, Willison and then 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 got injured so uh yeah i think that wasn't a, a bad prediction um gee annoyingly nah. you you picked out um big joe uh fucking um mm-hmm. as your signing although you were pretty keen to stress that um he probably um wouldn't uh, be in sort of the starting 15 um for this season and wouldn't have much of an impact this season but you sort of viewed it as a as a long-term um investment and that he'd sort of realized his potential over sort of the coming seasons um
0: much better than, than even you sort of hoped for at the time. Yeah, he's he's been phenomenal isn't he? I think shown by sort of the the England accolades that he's got and sort of everyone's talking about Foden and um yeah, he's he's been fantastic, and I, I just love watching him play. Like, I'm I'm so excited about watching him, hopefully in a white shirt for England, and then progressing. Because I was thinking about this sort of the other day. Um, he's so young still. Like, he's got so he's got the attributes to be one of the best players in the world, if not the best, one of the best players in the world, probably the best winger in the world. He has got the perfect attributes for for, for a winger, and, and and I actually think he he was more involved in around the fringes against Leicester on Saturday. So he's got stuff to yeah, develop on. That's the key, there. That's the key for him. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But he's got he's got stuff to work on. Of course he had, but but he's a young boy and, and, and people forget that. And he's, he's got so tools. much potential. I, I love fucking a Yeah, top,
1: you know top try scorer yeah. and he scored some absolute. Yeah. Um, he scored some absolute, some delters, absolute crackers. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he'll be fighting for his, his wing spot next uh, next yeah, season with Roy
0: McConaughey maybe an England squad. Well, exactly, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> um, and then I went for um, Dave Atwood um obviously he was returning <laughs>
2: I, I, I forgot we signed him last season
1: he was returning from 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 tillon at the time um and yeah you yeah, boys laughed. we called
2: it we called it a, a kind of a, a semi-new signing because yeah you know although it wasn't yeah. a perfect re-signing but
1: um you boys laughed. but you know i think um we'll, we'll, we'll mention him obviously in the levers but um i, I think he's he, he's been he's been solid uh, better than that he's been good this yeah. season um um, you know when he's played he's been a consistent performer he sort of led that um, uh, d- defensive line um, which has probably been um, the best part of our game throughout this season yeah that, so,
2: that, that whole second row unit though it's been so it's been so good this this entire season yeah. all four of them you know Charteris included uh well, all
0: five with Charterists yeah. Because well, Doug- yeah, Douglas yeah, coming yeah, in. Yeah. Douglas,
2: yeah, Douglas, kind of late on. We didn't yeah. really, we didn't really know what was going to be coming from this season, did we? Yeah, but I think when you
0: know, sort of, Charterists sort of started taking a more backseat, yeah. Douglas's. So yeah, all four. Yeah, but yeah, all then. of yeah, them, yeah. all
2: of them done. Yeah, been been really effective.
1: And then a couple of things we um, we sort of identified as like key um, sort of things to, to to keep an eye out um, to keep an eye on throughout the season. So um, Charlie, I'll come for you first. Um, we mentioned um, Walker, Jack Walker. Um, Um, In in the hooker shirt, and we said um, after re-signing at the end of last season, it was a massive season for him to really come on and stamp his authority on the first team. Has he done that in the way you hoped?
2: Not really. I don't think. I think (sighs) it's been difficult because Dunn has been. He's just been phenomenal quality, this entire yeah. season, and it's 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 hard trying to trying to kind of usurp someone of, of that quality. So uh, yeah, though he has been given it, he has been given a few shots this season. I mm-hmm. think I, I think you boys would probably agree he hasn't he hasn't kicked on perhaps as muchly as much as we would have liked.
0: Yeah. Um, <sighs> think that's right. Charlie. Yeah, I think like,
2: it's 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 the lineouts yeah, sometimes, exactly. uh, and,
0: and he's not he's not getting in the on the bench ahead of Batty, who has resigned for next season. So, sort of his prospects mm-hmm. of getting more first in rugby next season. I, I mean, I really hope because what's the stuff he can do well, Walker, um particularly around surrounding his handling, yeah, uh, are fantastic. But as you say, there's areas that he needs to work on, and unfortunately, when you're playing at hooker. You can't really have sort of key areas um, like the line-out where you're not as strong. Like on the wing, you can have areas where you may not be as strong, but hooker is such an important position and you can't really have... Um, sort of a, a negative for your game being the line outs because you just it's just it's your heart. primary yeah. role yeah exactly yeah, it's, it like, it's,
2: like, it's like it's like a prop who's he's being he's being you know, just destroyed at every scrum yeah, well, like, I managed
0: was, to
1: I managed to do it for a few seasons <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: or, or but, a 10 that can't can't kick his goals like, it's, yeah, it's it's that, like that. That, that's your yeah. bread and
2: butter and then everything else is, is a bonus yeah, that's what right. you got. so hopefully he sharpens
1: up on that and you know we see more of him still
2: remain hopeful you know
1: still young very very talented um then the other point, which I quite enjoyed, G, you said, a big season for Zach Mercer. Um, you were very sceptical that he gets um, into our first choice starting uh, back row, obviously with Underhill, Low, and and Falital, um, <laughs> who have never played together for Bath. Um, <laughs> by the way. Um, yeah, and I think we'll obviously mention this later on. But what a fantastic uh, season! What a fantastic break, breakthrough season, really. Yeah. Um, so just to clarify to from murder. the
0: pre-season podcast, we got everything wrong, and you got everything right. <laughs> Funny to to see who reviewed that for. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll get, I, made, I did. I did it's make like the one, quizzes all over yeah. again. I did. I did
1: make one bold statement um, that, that I'll come on to. Um, gee, another another one from you um, on the signing of Will Chudley. Um, which you, to say the least, were sceptical about at the time. I think he's already um, eaten this humble
2: his humble yeah. pie. No, is, uh, I'm, I'm just look back on it.
1: Just, um, look back on it. So you described um, Chudley signing as poor and pointless. <laughs> um,
0: you, you still on board with that? he had a really good sort of start to the season when he came into the team he was injured for the first two weeks i think and then he sort of came in and was showing real leadership qualities and then he sort of faded like towards the back end of the season i think recently he's not been putting in his best performance season yeah. yules has assumed the captaincy from the start which chudley was doing even when yules was in the team and so um pointless probably not poor yeah maybe not maybe slightly too harsh but um <laughs> i i think that Hopefully next season we'll see a little bit more of, of Max Green, yeah. who, who I, I'm a big fan of as everyone that listens to this podcast regularly knows.
1: Um, and then just before we come on to sort of our final sort of predictions, um, my sort of bold prediction, um, as you've always uh, reminded me a few times, was um, Bristol Bears uh, <laughs> down by Christmas. <laughs> um, I didn't actually say which Christmas though, so I'll, I'll hold out for, for Christmas uh, 2019. And, and none of us were uh, obviously picked pick Newcastle. Um Yeah, and just obviously as we come on to to review, we were all very bullish, as I say. Um, We all had us uh, finishing in the top four. As it turned out, obviously only one point away from that, but probably not. Um, in the fashion that that, that we'd hoped. Yeah, yeah.
0: brilliant. God. Thanks for that, Tom. That's uh, yeah shows that even the experts can't always get it right. <laughs> um, right then, let's now look with um, hindsight at the season, Charlie, and sort of what are your overall feelings having having finished the season? What are your overall feelings? If you were giving a mark out of ten, for example, or, or just describe your, your your feelings? Yeah, just
2: just missed missed opportunities and not being able to close out games. Like as uh, is, is, is Tom says, we we'd joint joint points you know fourth fifth and sixth northampton saint uh the northampton quins and bath all on 56 points um so many times that there's there's from from the very start of the season a gloucester drawing that game in the last minutes to to quins to saints losing the last minutes to worcester losing in the last few minutes Mm. there's just so many times this season, where if just one of those had gone our way, we'd be sat here talking about talking about uh, going down to Sandy Park for a semi final and, and that's and, champ, and Champions Cup and Champions Cup. You know, is is just so many opportunities that have just yeah. slipped through our fingers, and and that and that, that's what it's been. That's what it's been all season, and you know, it, it it becomes like a broken record if we just sit sit here every single week and say that. But it is the truth.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, it was wasn't it, Tom? What what were your overall? Uh, sort of feelings towards the season? One of, um, I hate to say it, but one of frustration? (laughs) Yeah, certainly. And
1: um, it is the missed opportunities, um, as you say, Charlie. And I think, um, you know, we are in danger after the last couple of weeks of rugby, obviously, um, you know, winning these last two games in in dramatic fashion um, and then qualifying for the top six. um, You know, it was really exciting. and It was great that we had the bottle to to do that ultimately. Um, But if we look back, Uh, Through the season, it's certainly been, um, there's certainly been much more disappointment than there has um, those moments of elation, which have been painfully sort of um, few and far between. If you look at the sort of bare statistics, um, we played 32 matches over the season and we've lost 17 of those. Um, With the three draws, we've only managed to win um 12 games yeah um so and only only three on the road yeah yeah. exactly yeah away a waveform
0: has been yeah that um was the first one since the twenty. The wasps win on the 23rd yeah first one of the calendar year yeah Yeah. yeah.
1: um so ultimately a very disappointing disappointing season what i'd caveat that that with by saying is that ultimately next looking ahead to next season and I know we'll do that it is really important as we've said so many times that we are playing um, top flight European rugby I think um, you know despite what what's happened in why in, is in, that though
0: Tom sorry but why is that because I, I agree with you but I know certain people on Twitter sort of say well that's a, a way of just getting beaten uh, sort of six game weeks in, in the middle of the season, which won't help your season. Look at Newcastle, for example. Uh, and it might be better to play in the lower division. Um, look at, and, Saints and yeah. right, look yeah. at Saints and Queens. Look at Saints and Quins, and maybe have some success there, which can then feed into your, your premiership performance. Why, why is it so important? I
1: think it, it depends on your perspective of where you think we are. So if you think that, you know, X, Y, Z has gone wrong throughout the season and that we need to strip it all down and rebuild from square one, then the answer I think is to, you know, you're probably better, better served going to, into the Challenge Cup and sort of rebuilding from that lower level if like me you think that we are actually very close but there are just certain elements of our game that we need to sharpen up mm. um you know certain both but both on the field and sort of um you know in in the top six inches as it were um getting those results then I think you always want to be involved in in yeah. championship in champions cup rugby um you know I think from a supporters perspective as well um you know it's we went to Toulouse and it was a fantastic yeah, yeah. Uh, weekend you don't want to be going away to Romania or, or we probably still do it well that's well, true yeah but, 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 but you know, just from a morale perspective, players and supporters, um, we want to start afresh and we want to start. Um, f- for me, building on what we've already got and not taking a step backwards from from this season.
2: Yeah, it's it's not just that though, Tom. Like you you you, you mentioned how you know we we went we went down to Toulouse, We we've we played against Leinster, We played you know, the European finalist and the European semi finalist and both of those teams we, we 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 had shots of beating like we, we we could have beaten those teams and we can compete like we can compete and we can be next season we can be in the quarterfinals we mm. can get through to the knockout stages it's not beyond us you know we we had what we we called the pool of death in 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 the group stages and yes as a, that both of those both of those teams went on to the semi-finals at least. And I, I think it's, 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 you know, we'll get onto it, but uh, I'm sure as we're talking about the season, but uh, it's, it's a, it's Freddie Burns dropped ball and we would have beaten to lose. and you know, when we went down to lose, you know, we were already out of the competition. We didn't really have, we didn't really have anything to play for, but again, that was a game that we could have won.
0: Mm. And, and the Leicester, yeah, yeah, and Leicester game. Home. and the
2: Leicester game, an intercept pass and we lost the game by seven over. points, you know.
1: And 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 you turn that argument, um, you know, you're making about a Challenge Cup back around and look at it from sort of a Premiership perspective. And by that logic, you wouldn't want to be finishing in the top four because you wouldn't want to be going to you know sandy park or, or allianz park and getting absolutely pumped as we probably would to be honest by Exeter
0: or or saracens because you know what does that do for morale that kind of argument yeah but I playing devil's advocate to that like that's just post-season yeah sort of but, not affecting this season. i think the argument for getting to the challenge cup is it would have a, a positive effect on our premiership campaign next season given that we might more likely to have success i i agree with both you boys but just slightly it just feels like you're looking, if
1: it feels like if, you're, if, if that's your ambition you're looking down not up yeah yeah, and, great, and um, I think,
2: you know, just on my point, look, we are one of the only teams who have beaten Saracens this year, the European champions. Mm. And that, that that just shows that we can compete with these top teams. So we should be in the top competition and competing.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that, boys. And my sort of overall assessment of the season is, yeah, I think you boys are right. It's really, really disappointing. Um, and the reasons are for that. It's because of those those heartbreaking defeats, those three we had... Um, Worcester, Saints and Quinns that we had in, in in the space of four games. That was a key period of the season and and we weren't able to capitalise that and that is why we're not in the top four and we've not got um a trip to Sandy Park. And go on. Go
2: yeah, on. no, I, I, I just think it's exactly that. It's just mm. been, there's been a lack of nerve throughout the vast majority of this season. But I think what's the big, the biggest positive to take away from this week, just gone. And the weekend before is how we've actually shown that we've got that grit. Turned it around. And we managed to turn it. You know, yeah. Turn, turn it around and grab victory right at the death, which we've not done so many times. And if that's the big, it's the, if we can take that through into next season, you know, boys, we, we, we should be in the top four, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: and I think the other reason, sorry, Tom, before you come in, but then the other reason is the of away record, which we've mentioned, but I will just say, I think we've actually improved um, as the the season's gone on, guys. Since Christmas, now I know our, our, our away record hasn't been very good, but since Christmas, 11 Premiership games, six victories, four of those defeats were within four points. So... As we say, turn a couple of those around and and it's a different story. But I do think that shows sort of a progression from the start of the season to the end of the season. And I I do think we've got better. Um, And a part of that has been uh, getting guys back from fitness. I'm thinking of Watson. I'm thinking uh, of JJ, of Underhill in particular. Um, I think the coaches sort of, Gervin Dempsey in particular, starting to get um, his methods more into the players. And I I do think there has been uh, a a slight improvement. Um, So that's one positive I will take. And the other positive... Um, that I think we should take from the season, whilst it has been ultimately disappointing, as we've said, is the discovery of, of, of a couple of players, yeah, um, uh, in particular McConaughey, but yeah. other guys stepping up, like and Asiga, uh, like Mercer, like Nathan Cat, who was absolutely fantastic for yeah. most of the season. Guys have stood up, and, and, and that's going to stand us in good stead going forward. So, yeah, gutting season, absolutely gutting, because we're so close to the top four, as it turned out. But, um, yeah, let's look on the bright side. Well, I was going to say, just before we do,
1: um, I was just gonna. Um, I was just gonna mention that. You know, we mentioned this season um, a lot, but if we take sort of a longer term view, and you mentioned the quality of players we've got. You know, we are spending big money on 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 these fantastic players. We are spending big money on these coaches, the facilities. Um, you know, everything you see is 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 top of you know is top class and, and sort of top of the range. But it's not. Mm. It's just not translating into results. And if we look at um, you know the period since sort of two thousand and ten when um, Bruce Craig bought the club. Um, we finished in the top four on one occasion, obviously in 2014 2015 season. In that period, yeah, and that is that's just that is just a, a yeah. shocking investment from from Bruce Craig's perspective. He's so not yeah. listening. What <laughs> was the plug? Pardon the pun. <laughs> yeah, but the, the but Sorry, that's, that's exactly it. It. That's I was why just saying, and we say we say this every season. There are there are green shoots. Um, but ultimately we've plateaued not only uh, well since Blackadder's um, come on and, and we're not I think you'd agree near the heights that we achieved during that 14-15 season so um, you know yeah, obviously we've got hopes and dreams for next season but um, but that's not- why there's the big reshuffle though that's why you
2: know it's, it's not like it's, it's not like, I think we you know we discussed it a couple of pods back with the whole with the whole management reshuffle and that that's that's why you know we're we're not we're not hanging around and remaining stagnant. You no, know, Bruce Craig, he he wants results, obviously. And or is it, or is it a lost resort? I don't
1: know, after I don't eight know. years of failure, or, or or seven out of eight years of failure,
2: I, I don't know. Anyway, I think, I, just, think just, I think I yeah. think I think the pieces are there. It's just
1: it's yeah, just how how they how, how they're played. Well, My, and then just two positives from the season. Yeah, um, on, for me. Um, well, actually, one one positive, really, to be honest, <laughs> um, it was is the defensive record that I've mentioned. Yeah. Um, statistically, the third best, um, third
0: meanest defence,
1: third meanest defence in the league after Saracens um, and Exeter, uh, um, conceding fifty four tries and uh, four hundred eighty points in the league. So, um, something we've mentioned on numerous occasions, and it's something that's that's been been really sharp. And uh, you listen to any sort of top coach, and they say. Um, you know the foundation of your game is built upon your defense and then you sort of weave in your attack um, yeah. from that point so hopefully we'll start to do that yeah.
2: we are not going to need
0: hatley until november anyway so yeah
2: well I, I wonder how many of those points probably about probably about 350 conceded in the final 20. yeah,
0: yeah it would to be interesting to know anyway let's move on um to a bit more positivity and to a few bath rugby plug awards and i know the um bath rugby did their official awards uh i think last week but i know this is the one the fans have all been waiting for so um let's get into it. and i think what so we're going to really do really matters yeah, yeah this is what really matters the so players what is are what tuned the players in want this, Yeah. <laughs> um yeah so i think what we're going to do here guys is um you guys are going to, I'm going to say the award. You guys are going to give um, a nomination who you think should win the award. If that person is the same, then they get the award. If it's different, then I'll have the casting vote and you boys have to convince me why that player should get the awards. Um, and we're going to do similar awards to the Bath Rugby ones, but we're going to add a few of our in there, in there as well. Uh, so we'll start off with forward of the season and we're going to do forward and back of the season. And whoever that forward and back is, then can't go on to win the playoff. Yeah, I think that's how Bath do it, and I think that's how we're going to do it, guys. Charlie, why don't you kick us off with your forward of the season? Yeah, so my, my forward of the season, I think
2: yeah, there's there, there's a couple of names to throw out there. Uh, you know, I I do think Zach Merce has been 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 fantastic all season, but it's, you know, for me. The man who's been the entire cornerstone of that pack and has been, you know, he he's been so valuable when uh, when when he's been in that in that number one jersey is Nathan Cat. I think Nathan Cat has been phenomenal. Unfortunately, he's missed missed the final few games of the season, but uh, uh, him for me, the the way the way he's 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 you know, fitted in into that team. You know, we, he's been he's been injured over the last couple of seasons and. I thought I thought he's been absolutely absolutely phenomenal. Mm. He's got fantastic hands on him. He can carry the ball well. He props up that scrum like no one else. And uh, yeah, he's he's uh, he's he's been one that's really
0: really impressed A me this season. actually, Charlie, from you, Tom. Who are you going to go for? I've also got Nathan Gap. Yeah, I um, really, you might. Which
1: yeah, I, I mean, gee, I'm going to use an expression that I know you detest um, so <laughs> much, but I'm going to use it anyway. He does. So much of the unseen work. (laughs) No, he doesn't even. He doesn't even do. Well, he does the unseen work, but he also does the scene work. Where you know this offloading game um, that's come on. I remember seeing him one point in the season trying to throw a a thirty meter pass off his left hand. Didn't quite uh, come off. At the ambitions there, he's improved so uh, much. And um, you know, I think we've really appreciated how good he's been in his absence. Um, Mubano stepped up, but I would say struggled in the first uh, few weeks that he played. Van Ruyen's probably not lived up to his potential so yeah for me um uh yeah nathan Cat, absolutely yeah, honestly fantastic. honestly
2: think next couple of seasons you know world cup is too soon for him completely but um I, I think he has another season like that next year and we're going to be seeing him yeah, uh, for, contesting for, that, for that white jersey
0: unfortunately for Catty, because as you say mako's out england are sort of short of a number one and, and if he was playing mm. to how he was playing earlier in the season at the back end of the season uh, maybe yeah, even he's the not really looking the though. They like the Exeter boys, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's move on because we've got quite a few of these, and otherwise yeah. we're uh, we're going to be here all night, boys. Yeah. But yeah, so Nathan Cat, our forward of the season, quite surprised. I thought uh, one of you boys at least would mention Zatma, so I will mention him. He's been fantastic, but we all know that. Back of the season, Tom, you go first on this one.
1: Um, no surprises here. Um, I'm obviously going to go with uh, the the guy that we didn't even mention um, in our preseason podcast, and who has that been um, quite phenomenal. Um, I think other clubs around the premiership are really starting to appreciate um, what a diamond um, he has been. He's, he's come into the 15s game um, and I think even surprised himself, to be honest, with how he's taken to it. Um, some of the skills that he's demonstrating that he won't have... Really, um, sort of ha- had to showcase it in, in the sevens game have been absolutely uh phenomenal. He's nailed down um a, a starting position um next season for me, um, 100%. He, he he's been absolutely brilliant and I'm not biased at all because I managed to get my photo with him on the final seat, uh final uh day at the rec. But uh, yeah, Rory McConaughey, not your player um, of the year, not then. my no, player of the year, that's a surprise, but, uh, Rory McConaughey, um, yeah, I, I, would, I would I would back
0: Charlie the year. back yeah, in yeah. the year.
1: Well, so
2: yeah. They, I I'd agree with absolutely everything you say, Tom, and you know for those reasons I think I'm going to save him for for, yeah, save for, for, for 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 something later on. But um, uh, yeah, he's been absolutely phenomenal. But you know, this was it's a tricky one for me because I think he has been he has been the standout. Um, but uh, I, I I would like to I, I would I would like to give my personal award to uh, to JJ. Actually, I know I know he missed the first half of the season. But when he was back, he he's he's been like, just unreal for us, really, in that 13 jersey. Uh, he's yeah, he's one of our star players, and he you know he 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 proved why. Uh, on on a few occasions, I think you know. I, I just I just think what, one of the tries of the season was him setting up uh, that 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 little kick through against Bristol uh, yeah. at the clash. You no, know, he he's he's been been fantastic. He's he's reliable in defence and yeah, he can just really produce some magic in attack. So for me, me JJ and I'd probably just yeah. like to do a little honourable mention. Uh, he, I, I thought, I thought he's been really, really effective. But um, Will Chudley, perhaps a bit left field, but I think he's been, he's been, you know, a, a solid player in that nine jersey for us yes. as well. well.
1: I mean, for me, JJ's, I mean, been brilliant. But he started playing in January, mm. um, I know, and the, and the I season, just... the season started in August
0: yeah well i'm i, I you know am <laughs> saying
1: I'm, I'm, we're in danger of being a bit okay. short-sighted i think right, now, but, yeah but I,
0: I think i i actually i agree with I, I trying i think i had jay red i think he's been so good and i, I think, just wanted to get to McConaughey. kind so case but, but i, but I think it. like you can't a lot of our backs have been injured for a lot of the season i don't think there's. Yeah, that's why i find it i yeah, found it so tricky there's not one yeah yeah so well i think we have to hold our horses on that one because um we need to do the player of the year before we award that one so uh Charlie, I think I know who yours is going to be, McConaughey. I yeah. think you've said plenty on McConaughey yeah, this season. Exactly. So, so, Tom, convince me why it shouldn't be Rory McConaughey, because uh, I don't really know.
1: Um, because it's player of the season. Um, McConaughey played the first two or three months for Bath United, establishing himself in the game, um, You know, finding out what his best position was. They played him across the, the back line. Came in... Um, to the Bath side, um, sort of towards the latter end of um, of 2018, and has, as we said, been been absolutely phenomenal, um, taking nothing um, away from him at all. There, um, however, for me, this guy has been a standout player every single game he's played without fail, and he has played, you know. Or virtually every single game, um, or every single sort of Premiership and Champions Cup game for Bath this season, we mentioned that you know it had to be sort of a breakthrough season for him, nailed down a position because you know he was moving across uh, the back row uh, slightly last season, and he has done that um, in absolute spades. He's been brilliant. Just just to look at um, some of um, You're some say of his... his name, or you... well, <laughs> I don't even need to do. I uh, Zach Mercer, um, 246 carries, 744 meters made, 66 defenders beaten um 197 tackles 11 turnovers and eight tries he was a second top uh try scorer as well so um for me just looking across the whole season um looking sort of where he where he came from and, and sort of how he's established himself um uh, uh, you know as an absolute quality player um this season yeah for me it would be okay. it would be that Master. yeah he's I'm, he's yeah he's obviously we, class
0: are we happy to go with cat um forward of the year McConaughey, Back of the year and Mercer. But no, I, I, th- I, I think we can all agree on I that. I do think yeah. Mercer deserves a shout. He, he's, he's relentless, isn't he? And he, With all of our other back rowers often getting injured, he's, you know, Cats a cornerstone at the front of the pack. Um, sorry, Mercer's been a, a cornerstone at the back, if you can make Ridiculous. Yeah. I think we're happy with those three. Yep. And um, I think all three of them could have, well, the other forwards could have won the back, but I think all three of them are sort of the standout three of the season. Yeah, certainly. Right, let's move on to the next award. Um most improved player of the season. I think it's your turn to go first, Charlie. Yeah, so, kick it so, off then. so right. um
2: yeah, so yeah, obviously we've spoken about him coming in uh again. I'm I'm I'm, I'm just gonna mention him. Roy McConaughey again, obviously. <laughs> Is he allowed uh, to get another award now? <laughs> yeah, I assume so for these. Yeah. I assume so for these. Like I I think yeah, Roy McConaughey's been fantastic. Coming in, just playing a few A-League games, never having played fifteens before, and he's just been absolutely phenomenal in all three of the back three. Although I would also like to highlight I think I think we could sit here and give almost every award to to McConaughey so Mm -hmm. I'm I'm actually I'm not going to uh, on this occasion I'm going to going to throw him out there. We've mentioned him already. But yeah, Max Wright, I think he's been he's Ooh. been been excellent. Uh you know, we, we, we saw him in glimpses kind of fleeting off the bench at the start of the season. But yeah, that that like, game against uh, against Leicester this weekend uh he he was yeah he was he was fantastic. Uh we've spoken about how how he can bang in defence and he's you know he's 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 electric in attack and uh, yeah
0: I think he's gonna be really really valuable uh next season. Tom most improved? McConaughey you decide <laughs> um, let's go Max Wright because uh, we've talked so much about McConaughey and I think Wright deserves um, a little bit of, of, of recognition. We all, want,
2: we all want to give
0: it to McConaughey but okay, it's, right. going to be, it's
2: going to be a complete clean
0: sweep. S- signing, <laughs> yes. of the, signing of the season next? Yeah, signing right, I'll
1: start. McConaughey. <laughs> Charlie?
0: <laughs> McConaughey. Yeah, all right, 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 signing cool. of the season McConaughey. Honourable mention to, to my boy Jay Thock and but yeah, McConaughey. Right, rookie of the season um, and McConaughey can't win this. He's, he's probably <laughs> eligible but I'm going to say McConaughey can't win this. So, um, rookie of the season, Tom, your turn to kick us off. See,
1: I had gone Max Wright here, um, okay. but obviously, sh- shall, I, shall I have another think? Let's about go to someone else. Yeah. Okay. Charlie,
0: why don't you you tell us who your rookie of the season is, and then Tom will come to you. Yeah, my,
2: my my rookie of the season is a guy. He's he's just been promoted from from the academy. So I've I've gone for Miles Reed actually. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's 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 been uh, he's he's taken all his opportunities very well. Uh, you know, played up, uh, played some really big games against some you know really you know, quality players, and he hasn't he hasn't looked out of place. I think he's going to be a really valuable addition to that back row. Uh, yeah, he's he's yeah he's he's a, he's a solid player he's, I think I think with time and experience, he's only going to he's only going to develop further and further. Uh, and so yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing him actually. Tom, yeah, very yeah, happy, 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 happy uh, to go. Uh, uh,
0: um, sorry, uh, what, what a group? What, a group, what, what a group? What group? What group? He's got to learn yeah, off as well. Yeah, <laughs> I think that that's key. Um okay, so next category, guys, is the 2019-2020 season one to watch. Uh Tom, you kick us off first. I will I'll pick this one up.
1: Um this is one of the things that I'm most excited about um for next season. And I don't know if it will sort of um actually sort of materialise um next season, but I'm really, really hoping um it will, and that is to see um tom de glanville um start Mm. to pull on the 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 first 15 jersey just some sort of highlight reels that you know we've obviously seen um of what he can do he's spoken about very um very highly um indeed so um yeah he's my one to watch would love to see him um get as much opportunity as uh, as possible next season
2: yeah, no, he he was. I've actually got written down Glanville and Reed because I wasn't sure how <laughs> how how obscure you're going to be. But yeah, I think yeah, as you say, Tom, so i not sure whether it will materialise and we will actually get to see him in in a in a senior jersey. But yeah, I think I think if he's given an opportunity, he he might be something really special. But yeah, otherwise, I'd say yeah, Mars Reed is is mm. going to be someone. Uh, he's
0: going to come yeah, on leaps and bounds fine we'll go with the Glanville. but a couple from me honourable mentions Max Green I've spoken about how I'd like to see him uh, play a little bit more and uh, I'm slightly biased but um, fingers crossed Darren Atkins can, can rehab well get back and a couple of glimpses this yeah, season definitely. from what he can do so uh, yeah really hoping because we might have a lot of back three players out at the start of next season so if Darren can get himself fit you know an opportunity from there but um, I accept I'm slightly biased so let's go with uh, Tom the Glanville, one to watch um, yeah really exciting player and then the last award, guys, is going to be the hardest uh, goodbye award. Um, Charlie, come to you first. Hardest goodbye. I think it's quite plain and simple, really. I think it's it's got to be Dave Atwood,
2: doesn't it? I I I, I think it's going to be it's going to be sad to see him go. I know we've got some yeah some serious some serious firepower in the engine room, but um yeah he's been at, he's been at Bath for such a long time now, and uh, yeah he's 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 always you know he's we're going to have to sort out our um.
0: You know, to sort out our, 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 our theme tune, yeah. obviously, where yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, uh, yeah, before you come in, Tom, please do send us uh, any recommendations of players that, that you would like um, on the start of our theme tune, as you say, Charlie. Hit us up on Twitter at Bath Rugby Plug with, with any suggestions in audio um, format, preferably. Yeah, so, yeah in Charlie's, audio format, Charlie's <laughs> up
1: pulling his hair out, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like he was stressful last yeah. season. Um, already yeah. cut,
0: already in, uh, just send it on to us, uh, <laughs>
1: Tom, yeah, D- Dave Atwood. Um, you know, join in 2011. More than 150 appearances, legend of the club. Um, uh, he, he really is. And
0: he's been a quality player sort of throughout his time. So real shame to see him at Bristol when he's a massive asset for them next season. Yeah, I'm actually um, going to use my casting vote and give it to, to someone else to, to make a bit more... Your, your casting vote, <laughs> yeah. we've both given it to <laughs> Well, Atwood. Fine, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a, a shout out. So I think who is the hardest goodbye? And that's Toby Booth. Um, yeah, Atwood's been, oh, been, nice, been yeah. A, yeah. A, a really uh, cornerstone of the pack. I keep saying that expression. Um, but yeah I think Booth has been really key in his development and the development of so many other guys Toby Booth is a really high quality coach and I, I hope that not forgotten in what has been probably a slightly disappointing um, season for, for our set piece and for our mall in particular he's a really high quality coach he's been at the club um, I think since 2012 um, yeah a massive fan of his uh, and I think I mentioned it like the messages at times start to come a bit stale and I think for him and for the club a new start be key, and I expect to see massive things from Booth, a, a DOR role um, somewhere, somewhere, somewhere soon. I, I think he's a quality coach. Yeah, for sure. One really third. sad to see him, yeah. see him go. Yeah. Um,
1: um, I had a couple more that I'd I'd written down, um, and it was just worst moment of the season, yeah, um, and best moments of the season, boys. No, and I've if, got a couple of these too. Yeah, come on, then, Charlie. Do you want to kick us off with your worst moment? We, yeah, of are the are we maybe worst? Maybe your top ten worst moments of the season. <laughs> <laughs> no, gone. On. Only ten. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, for me, there, yeah, there are there are numerous ones out there. I mean, you got to think. Don't put us through this. Get out. Let's get this done. Home and drop at the start of the season. Oh, the burns drop. No, no. We, yeah, but okay, <laughs> I just I just I just needed to just to throw those out there because they are extremely painstaking. Um, but for me, the most painful part of of the entire season was that was that that last minute defeat to Quins. Because that really put our top four hopes that really, really kind of extinguished them, and it was the fact that it was it was it was the third game, you know, in a row. I think it was the third Premiership game in the row where we'd lost, uh, having led in the 80th mm. minute, and it was just it was just the most painstaking, yeah, most painful. Yeah, whatever, yeah, most painful moment of the season.
0: <laughs> I don't, well, Tom, you would you agree with that? Because I'd oh. actually written down the the Saints one, but yeah, I think any of those. To, yeah, so I think I think, think, think it's just because well, the Saints on,
2: was the yeah. week before. We thought yeah. surely we can't do it again. But yeah,
1: I'm on Quins, and you've only got to look at um, at my fence I think to that was uh, Saints the 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 offense. Yeah, be, was it
0: because we're on the way to watch England oh, lose to Wales? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a tough day. <laughs> so I think that tough was probably the, the worst moment of the season. Right, let's let's forget about that. We've talked a lot about that sort of period of the season. and let's talk about the best moments season and I'm going to kick it off um, with what was for me the um, best moment of, of, of the season and that was the win against Bristol at yep. the Clash uh, not just because of the ro- result four tries uh, win obviously but also for the day out that, that me and you Tom had uh, it was a fantastic day unfortunately you can be there Charlie but uh, yeah it was a brilliant day and the club nailed it we played quite well it was a pretty exciting game and yeah it's quite fresh in the memory so that would be my best moment of the season, Charlie.
2: I've got I've got a couple here actually. Uh one, you know, it's a real moment a couple of moments of just complete individual brilliance. It's got to be the the Elliot Stoog pass yeah. against uh against Northampton States at home in the wet. He manages to fling uh fling that kind of 30 metre pass, unbelievable, ends up in a try uh in a game that was only decided by two points in the end. So yeah, that that was amazing. Uh I think. Possibly up there for one of the finishes, you know, not necessarily entire try, but finishes of the season was a very early on. Um, mm. Big Joe against uh, against Quins, where he kind of juggled the ball just 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 before the line and managed to exchange exchange uh, a, a transfer hands and dot the ball down. Unbelievable finish, but uh, for me more recently uh what just you know, really just just filled me with that kind of positivity and 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 just thought this bath team is one that can it's got a bit of grit about it can do things given 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 the right platform and was that was beating wasps and coming coming back at
1: the at the end there uh just a few weeks ago so yeah tom moment of the season um i think it's got to be the absolute tri-fest up at the aj bell um, no, that was that was that was pretty low down um, on the list for sure. That's six three in council. I think oh, you God. boys have have oh, covered God. um I've I've covered, I've covered it all there. Some some great tries um, over the season and, and some some real standout players that we've mentioned. Um, I know it's very, very um, fresh in the memories, but beating Leicester, um, obviously the old rivals away at Welford Road with five points to get him a top six. Um, has to be um, I think pretty near the top when we look back on this season but yeah uh, yeah, don't have don't have anything to
0: add and slightly indulgent one from from our point of view our trip to to, to Toulouse which I know a lot of of Bath supporters also did Um, you know we didn't get the result there we played pretty well actually Um, surprisingly we didn't get the result um, but Ooh. What a rugby club! That See what else was, I, I quite know. enjoyed, and that was that rearranged Gloucester oh, yeah. uh, Premiership Rugby Cup game oh,
1: that yeah. we went to on that Monday night when we hammered them, hammered 52- fifty-two 52- nil. 52- nil. Matt Banahan was there, just not wanting to be there at <laughs> yeah. all. Um, oh. <laughs> and Rocker Dugoni uh, got was it four tries? Yeah. And get this boys, ended up our joint top try score of the season. (laughs) Along with along with Big Joe after playing what four or five games. I tell you what, Um, that
2: is not a podcast you should go back and listen to because all three of us are half cut.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You listen to it in times two and it sounds like normal speaking. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um how long we got, Tom? We got time for for a little surprise? We do. So, yeah, I haven't actually told you uh, this, but had a few um, requests from some of our loyal listeners, uh, Tarrant in particular, who asked me what this is um yeah we've got a game a final game of who am i <laughs> yes. i'm gonna give you um one last chance okay, to, on. to beat charlie just get the squad up quickly uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right um and let's get let's get straight into it because i recognize that it is an absolute marathon podcast but hopefully you're enjoying it we're certainly enjoying it so um yeah just as those two argue i'll try and continue to fill uh, and let's get let's get going who am i <laughs> <laughs> I was England under 16 discus champion. Tom Ellis. Oh
2: no, I was yeah, okay. No. Is it oh. not? Well, oh, I, oh I was
0: sore. I've fed, fed these. I okay, thought that was frozen out. Oh. He did that, he does for a discus actually, doesn't he? But yeah, no, I, it's I think not he him. does. He does a lot of athletics, I seem to believe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Charlie. <laughs> like Tom Dunn, in the future, I want to become a barrister. <laughs> He's referenced our interview with Tom Dunn.
1: Um, oh, I know who this is. Oh, I no.
2: think. Uh, I, just, I don't know. Someone okay. like Nathan Catt. No, know. okay. So, I no, so,
0: yeah. So you can't answer until this next oh. clue has been said. I have played for two of Bart's many local rivals. Dave Atwood. Correct. Oh. Dave Atwood. Tom Spahn takes a 1-0 lead, surprisingly. It's unheard of um yeah so moving to bristol because they're actually helping him out with uh the lord yeah. wants to do it i think yeah. it's at okay. the university of west of england so um okay. yeah good right next one who am i bath is my eighth different professional team do i <laughs> risk it do i risk it okay next clue too late uh I played the 2012-2013 Premiership Final at Foto Outside Centre.
1: Oh, no.
2: Is it Photo Lee? No, no. At oh. Outside Centre.
0: Outside Centre. Oh, 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 that's, what, throws, that's, it that's what I was going
2: to throw in. And, um, We've done
0: photo li last time. <laughs> outside Centre. Uh, the 2013 2012 13 Premiership Final at
2: Outside Centre.
0: Um, uh, <sighs> okay. Jackson fun. Willison.
2: No. No, I don't.
0: Okay, Tom, but both back in. What? No. He's
1: yeah, you're you're
0: both, you both, oh, guessed, you on got you're you're both guessed on that. You both guessed on that. Right, yeah. on. I joined yeah. Bath as injury cover last season and ended up playing the 10th most minutes by any Bath James player. James Wilson. Correct. <laughs> James oh Wilson. God. Tom wins it. 2-0. <laughs> he's won it. Is oh. that it? Yeah. Oh, that, that's Well, I've better. got one more, but obviously Charlie can't, um, can't win. Should we do the last one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, come on. Go quickly, we'll do the last one. Tom, 2-0 2. You can relax. Yeah, so James Wilson played in the 2013 final for Saints at 13. Yeah, Yeah. eight different clubs, nine when he joins uh, when he goes to Japan in the season. Right, sorry, moving on. Who am I? I was involved in the 2008 Premiership Rugby Final. Mm -hmm. This season, you may have seen me as a pundit on BT Sport. Matt Garvey?
2: No, Wait, did, 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 So that first one, did he say the Premiership final? I or? was
0: involved in the 2008 Premiership. Was it Aviv? No, no. Guinness. yeah, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah,
2: yeah so I wasn't sure. If um, it, uh, my, I I,
0: I'll give you another clip. My former club, like many of my Bath colleagues, was London Irish. Um, ah, uh, d- d- oh, I, I, I can't think. Okay. I'm back in the game. Here. Th- this yeah. will uh, give it away.
1: Right, can How, I just go now? Then,
0: yeah. Max Leave. No. Oh, he no, so he's frozen <laughs> out. And he's all, whatever. So, however, unlike my Bath colleagues, I was there in a coaching capacity. Ah. Uh, oh, um, my days there is in in uh, London Irish. Oh, he's, uh, he... oh, Toby Booth. Yeah, yeah, correct. Oh. Toby Booth. Yeah, good. Um, two one, Tom. Well done, mate. Took you to the end of the for, season. Thanks so much, uh, Taryn, for that. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> Right, final thing, boys, um, before we wrap up this marathon podcast, and that's a brief um, look ahead. Um, And I'll ask you, uh, boys, if you could have one thing, Charlie, to happen over the summer before we reconvene. One thing, what... Bath rugby related That is of course One oh, thing right, that right Okay, that okay you I was going my... <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Well I don't know how harsh this is But sign a new 10 <laughs> uh, Particularly painful Seeing that Hondre uh, Pollard Has gone and signed For Montpellier With uh, Aaron Creeden With Aaron Creeden <laughs> great, uh, Gareth Ains can probably
1: uh, Sign there And they'll just be like The bath <laughs> bitching crew <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, although I'm not
2: sure it's going to happen, but I just guess, uh, I guess, yeah, just just try and just try and carry on that 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 kind of grit and 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 uh, a and nerve that we we kind of showed in those last couple of games. Plenty of just, sessions yeah. with Katie Warner, Yeah, exactly, and just and just yeah, just come come back firing and coming out the blocks. I guess at the beginning of next season because. Yeah, that's what we we didn't really manage to do, and I just I just want to I just want to be yeah that's just slightly more consistency come come in the games, and not not throw games away.
0: Tom, one thing. Oh, Sorry. So
1: yeah, it, it's similar to me. We need to come out of the blocks quickly. We need to um, yeah, as you say, start the season fast. Um, obviously, pre season is so important with that. Neil Hatley um, is coming in, um, but obviously potentially not till um, November. So you know the club have hinted that they potentially are yeah. looking to bring in um, a short term. Uh, you know, probably more like consultant role for that um, f- for that period before we have Neil Hatley, so for pre-season. Um, and I basically really hope that, that that happens and we bring someone in of quality because, you know, we've got um, quite a few players leaving, quite a few new players coming in, particularly... Um, in the front row, and I think you know some exciting um, signings that we've mentioned. So we really need someone with experience and know-how um, to knit all that together um, for, for, during pre-season, so that we are, are ready to go um, come the start of the season.
0: Yeah, and then maybe as well one one extra back back three cover. I think that's the only area where yeah. we're slightly light. But I know they've hinted that our business has been done. So um, yeah, yeah, a, a consultant coach is key. I think Tom, and then uh, you know maybe. England's getting knocked out of the group stage of the World Cup, so Hatley can come well, back it, early. It well, it's worth it's <laughs> it's worth saying
1: as well that due to the World Cup, obviously the season next season's restructured. Um, yeah. So preseason's two weeks longer, and there are four rounds of Premiership Rugby Cup yeah. um, at the beginning of the season. So the Premiership won't actually start until um, probably towards sort of the end of September, even early October, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, I think even so later. yeah, it's obviously not as bad as it would have been, but um, because they are accounting for the World Cup taking place, but. Um, yeah, pre-season is going to be crucial.
2: So by then, you know, we'll have we'll have whacked Tom De Glanville in that in that ten jersey for all four of those games, and he'll be he'll be nailed <laughs> down and probably being flown out, um, being flown out by Eddie to, yeah. to to join them for the for the knockouts. The stages. other point,
1: just 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 on a, on a serious note, so obviously have, having players going to the World Cup will obviously disrupt from their involvement in preseason. Um, for the twenty fifteen World Cup, we had twelve players go on that tour. Mm. Um, we won't have anything like that this um, this World Cup, and I know that's obviously um, a negative from one. Um, so, but on the other side of that coin, obviously more players are going to be involved because we'll probably have in the region of um, maybe four, five, six yeah. um, go, going
0: away to the World Cup. So, um, good yeah. luck to those boys and fingers yeah, crossed yeah, they don't course. come back with with injuries as well because uh, that that can also you know play us. Let's get those you know key boys back. You know we've got we've signed a lot of those guys. I'm thinking Falatau, Watson, Joseph low have all just signed new deals and, and they're the sort of guys that are going to be at the world cup. So fingers crossed they come back and 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 a fresh from a successful World Cup but but not an injury plagued one hopefully. Yeah. Exactly. You, Boys it's been been a long season. Yeah that just about wraps it up. Um yeah so we're going to take a little bit of a break now. Um, we will be back at some point and in some capacity. Uh we cannot promise you uh when that will be uh, but it will be, we will be back. That's all I can say. Uh, maybe um, some during the summer, but more likely towards the start of the new premiership season, a uh, bit of time for us, like the players to, to refresh, um, watch a bit of cricket, uh, have, have some fun in the sun uh, and come back for, for rugby next season, oh, boys. Bit of tennis me, I think. Yeah. We'll be whacking on Wimbledon before we know. It? Um, yeah. But anyway, guys, you know, a few thank yous before we go and wrap up our first season. Um, Thank you so much to, to, to all the people that get in touch with us on Twitter. There's a few people, especially, um, who regularly get in touch with us. People listening know who they are. So thank you so much. You've given us so many ideas for the podcast. Um, and that, that's really helped us and sort of supported us through our first season. And a particular thank you to Matt, who, of course, brilliantly stepped in. I think he said we scrape into the top six. So so at least someone got got something right, guys. Um, yeah. A big thank you to you guys uh, for joining me every week, even though how tough it has been at times. uh, It's been a real laugh. Um, I've absolutely loved it. Can't wait already um, until next season. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys. Um, But the biggest thank you, of course, to everybody listening. Thanks for sticking with us. At times, uh, it may have been a bit of a tough ride, especially given um, Bath's results and a few technical issues that we've had over the time. But thank you so much for sticking with us. Thanks for sharing it amongst your friends We hope you've really enjoyed it. Uh, We hope you'll come back next season when we do come back. Um, But in the meantime, enjoy the the World Cup, enjoy your summer, um, and yeah, enjoy a bit of time off where your blood pressure isn't going through the roof every five o'clock on a Saturday or or Sunday afternoon. Thank you so much, Charlie. Cheers, Gabriel. Thanks, Tom. Cheers, guys. Have a good time. Thick and thin, guys.